Hey, Cassidy Sergeant. Hey, Andrew Street. Now, Cassidy, I need you to get out there, and you know what I need you to do? What's that? I need you to cross the United Cities of America and also Japan, mm-hmm. and I need you to connect the lines of gold. Do you know why? Why? Because we are all disconnected. We need to be reconnected to each other so the gold boys can unite. That's the plot of Death Stranding. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Gone Gold, the goldest podcast on the internet. My name is Andrew Street, and we have a glorious group of boys with us here tonight. Starting with, you heard him there. He's the Mads Mikkelsen of the podcast, which I think we also said Robert was. Never mind, I take it back. (laughs) You, You can call me the Die Hard Man of the podcast. I think, so there's Die Hard Man, and then there's also Hard Man? No, mm. in Metal Gear, there's Hot Cold Man. Hot Cold Man, name? yeah. <laughs> oh, Kojima, what a genius. Oh, man, the Hideo Kojima of the podcast, Sam Atherton. Wow. Andy, let me be your bridge, baby. Fucking Jeff Bridges, man. Death Stranding, am I right? <laughs> Are we just jumping right in? Is that where we're headed? I don't know. I kind of want to just go. Can we do it before we yeah. do games? Sam, yeah, how do you feel? Dude, it's your about? fucking show, man. Hey, man, this is a fucking democracy here. I'm ride or die for what you say on this show. See, you, I can't You pitched that. it. It's always been your thing. And so I, I, I figure like you that. have less say on this. Why not? I don't like the ownership of it. Oh, I, Listen, it's a point Fort, of pride. Was I hope. Fort Knox full of gold run by one person? Not run by Johnny Knoxville. That's for sure. You fucking got me there. <laughs> Oh, man. Fucking boys. All right. We're skipping over the games. We'll come back to it. Death Stranding. It's fucking here. Hideo Kojima game. Let's start off with the biggest thing ever. 2019. This is what dreams are made of. November 8th, 2019. Death Stranding's coming out. What What a fucking twist. I think it's a fucking twist. I kind of hoped and thought it would come out in 2019 until a few months ago. uh, Kojima said that the game was like slightly delayed. Um, in an interview, and I was like, okay, it's definitely not coming out in 2019 now. Uh, but here it is. It's 2019. This is from, it's, I think, three-ish years since, like, he left Konami and that whole, like, PlayStation video where they're like, Kojima's coming to make a game for us. Not that long, honestly. No. Honestly, like, from what we know Kojima's games to take, like, when he was at Konami, like, those games took years to come out well i know for like five they had to make the engine right they were creating the fox engine and so i uh, i think this is on the horizon engine it is Mm -hmm. so that that probably saved some time right that they didn't have to make a whole new fucking engine because i know that's a huge time sink yeah i am not a games developer but do you think that he'd been like writing the story for a while and like this is finally like his like passion project that he like the story that he's always kind of wanted to tell. So I'm pretty confident in that. And and there's a couple of reasons why I think that, you know, maybe so too, I, I can't remember if he said that he's been writing this for a while or that this is what he wanted to make, but there's elements to the game. And now even today he confirmed that like the, the way that there's going to be weird multiplayer aspects to this, where things are connected and like people have to maybe communicate in some way. And like, relationship building he's always like had sort of a passion for that kind of stuff 
So it just feels like he's finally able to sort of go all in on that. And I know that for years he's wanted to make something that isn't Metal Gear. Like So so what did we get for the uninitiated? We got a release date. A release date and then an eight minute long trailer. I guess. Like it, it had cutscenes, it had gameplay. Um there's a lot going on. Um and anyone who knows you know, Kojima has been following the Death Stranding reveal, knows that like shit's always weird. It's always connected. Everything's there for a purpose. Like there's always more than you're seeing going on. And, uh, you know, I'm, I don't doubt in a week, someone will watch this trailer backwards and sync it up with the first reveal trailer and it'll all be fucking connected. It'll reveal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We've saw fucking Norman Reedus again. No toenail ripping. We saw him. It's sort of like puzzle solving with the ladder. I thought that shit looked pretty fucking cool. Actually. It, yes. it seems to me like it's going to be a, like a little bit of time in exploration and puzzle solving and kind of travel and part way in like, I I would say melee combat because that was like the first taste that we got. But later in the trailer, you do see him with a gun. So some kind of combat. Yeah. That like the section with the ladder where they like pulled up the UI it kind of gave me No Man's Sky vibes a little bit. I was like, hmm, are we just going to be kind of wandering around and like fulfilling objectives like find, you know, 10 pieces of whatever you're finding like out in the world and then with like some loose like story elements to tie it in, which like I think is I think that's cool. Like if he can do it right, I think that would be cool. When they were showing off all of the traversal tech, honestly, like the ladder and like the climbing point and everything, like that was my hypest moment of the trailer, I think. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, man. So, Paperboy, here we come. Fuck yeah. Like, I, I think, and and he's gone on the record and said, I, you know, paraphrasing here, but basically said that this isn't your traditional like third person shooter. Um, obviously, they're shooting in the game. We saw that. But I think that there's going to be an emphasis on either not using combat to do things. There's, I don't know that there'll be a penalty, but there's definitely going to be some sort of like emphasis on not fighting or using guns. And I think he's come out and said that. And I I wouldn't be surprised if it's like when you're out in the world and you're scavenging and transporting things, if it's like, Oh, if like ammo is scarce or guns are scarce or, Guns aren't really an effective, like, method against, mm-hmm. uh, like, who you're fighting in that world where he's traveling. Because it also, they they go back to what seems like World War One in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And so there's some sort of connection to the past or to an alternate, like, Yeah, timeline. let's talk story. Let's talk yeah. story. What the fuck is going on? So I'm reading, I read a thing for this trailer because so before we get into the story i think one thing i need to say and i think this is the first game in years i'll probably be able to do this for but i do not think i will watch a single piece of content on this game after this trailer moving forward okay you're going dark it's gonna be fucking hard because i know that like he's gonna release some gameplay or a trailer but it's gonna be really hard you can't be out here reading theory threads either so uh, <laughs> don't do it. I don't. I, it's gonna be hard too. Because so this thread is a theory about what happens in the in the gameplay we saw today. 
and it, it's basically stuff we already know, like that you know Norman Reedus's character, uh, Sam, friend of the show, good name, strong uh, name, is a person that transport things. Um, and the Amer- you play in America, they say that as much. Everything's all fucked up. Um, but basically, the theory that people are putting together based on this trailer is that uh, it's either the past. Or, like, one of the things that people were saying is, like, oh, whatever Mads Mikkelsen's experiment was, which I think is what we can all infer, is that he did something probably with honest intent that fucked everything up. And that's, like, where the babies come from. But people are saying that it's, like, oh, the afterlife got fucked up. So people can't leave Earth anymore. And that's what the big bad things are. Like, when someone dies... They can't mm. go to the afterlife, and therefore the dead are turned into, I think, the BT or mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. whatever those creatures are called. What do we think BT stands for? Uh, bridge to Terabithia. Give me Black Tar. Oh, Black Tar is good. Um, big Toe. Big Toe. So I, it seemed like Bridges was the name of his company, but I, it also sounded like it was his last name. Yeah, so I think Did that, I catch no, that my my guess Norman Reedus is like, what? Okay, I think there's going to be a heavy emphasis on clones, because like oh, he yeah. says like there's another bridge baby. Yeah, so maybe like you know the back BBs. in the day, old Sam Bridges was like the creator of this company, and then all of these like all of the players are clones of him, and that's so, like mm. where the narrative. So the metal your shit. Yeah, and so there is some shit that's already confirmed that it's like something void they call it or they've called it in the trailers and it's been shown is when you die you don't die like you go to some you go to whatever this alternate place is it looks like and then you can spend as much time there and then to be come back you have to find your body and when you find your body you respawn but then there's like a crater next to you so that like you that's they alluded to sort of like this terrorist group like instigating those like big crater events and you also hear speaking of of kind of like you can come back multiple people allude to like a connection to the other side or or having to use the the bb as like a way to connect to the other side yeah and i think i was a little worried not worried but you know i think the way that this game has been talking about it's like I'm a, I'm a Kojima fanboy. I was going to love this game no matter fucking what. I'm going to love it. It's going to be great. I can't wait. But, like, when there were, you know, the things in the trailers that he's shown up into now were cool. But, you know, I think there is something to be said about being a little skeptical of, like, untethered Kojima doing whatever he wants. Like, maybe it gets a little out of hand. <laughs> and I think after seeing this trailer, I don't know what it is, but I'm like, I'm fucking in on this. This is going to be so fucking cool. And it's got, like, the political shit that I love from Metal Gear where it's, like, you know, that over-the-top, very, like, fucking insanity. Like, this is America. He loves fucking subtle America or not subtle. Not so subtle, let's say. not so subtle American imperialism fucking commentary. (laughs) Old subtle diehard, man. (laughs) Diehard. There was a moment when the trailer opened where he says... We have to make America connected. And I was like, right when I heard, like, started hearing the sentence, I was like, do not fucking say we have to make America connected again. Like a play on fucking Close. dumb shit. And I, was like, I mean, 
it is that though right yeah. it's like when he when he was saying the whole idea of like hey you know the first time we laid cables across the states it didn't you know blah 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 and it's like okay that's us all connecting in a technological way and then it's you know if we do it again it's not going to bring us back together it's like okay the rehealing of america we have a big divide in the country right now like he's obviously speaking to all of that and he's obviously yeah. speaking to you know the the need to reconnect and uh, so there, there's definitely a message there and there is a story but to your point there is some weird fucking shit around the edges of this game still it's like the whales are floating in the air in the background and there's the time fall if the rain touches you you know you age and fucking Mads Mikkelsen has black ooze coming out of his face and it's like damn man I I am not a Kojima fanboy like I was skeptical as shit when people were like oh Kojima's gonna get to do his Kojima thing and we see like these black figures floating floating above the the ocean I think that was like the first thing we saw I was out uh but this looks cool, man. This looks really cool. I I want to see how he lands the plane. I want to see like a dude that just has a vision with a fucking shit ton of money. Like go out there and do it, man. If if it really is just a uh, like a uh, uh, Paperboy Hardcore Edition, like I'm fucking there for that. That sounds <laughs> cool. Um, especially if there's like this, you know, interesting semi coherent social commentary behind it. Yeah. I, like and that's the thing is I think the crazy over the top story is gonna be awesome and you know I I think and maybe this is I'm not sure how divisive this is but I I enjoy like the weird things that Kojima tries um, even if like they're I get a little bit frustrated with the feasibility of them like you know when in Metal Gear Five where you get a special like cutscene if everyone yeah. denuclearizes like I just like stuff about that. Um, because it's like something only he really does and maybe we would never see it. And I hope in this game, like the, the things about being interconnected are a, a bit less impossible to obtain. Um, but I'm excited for those elements like the, and, and I'm also excited cause I, I think like, honestly watching Norman Reedus run around the world, like just the movements and the way the character moves and, and the way the UI looks like it reminds me a lot of metal gear five. Um, there was a moment when he was like fighting with the people and they like fucking hit him in the back and he dropped a piece of like cargo off his back and like ran past it and it was gameplay and runs past and like grabs it. And I was like, this looks like, like I could see that being metal gear five right there. Like it reminded me a little bit of that. And that kind of gets me excited. I think Um, that might be another way that they try to de-emphasize combat is they make like your cargo very valuable and very easy to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I ha- I have seen some weird backlash from some people yeah, uh, around Kojima and the whole sort of nature of of what he's I guess trying to do here, and I think I think that that sucks, man, because I understand that you know a lot of people work on these games, and I understand that not everyone has the opportunity to uh, to throw a ton of money at their sort of vision, but I think that we have to appreciate and respect sort of like the auteur nature right uh kevy coops there's your vocab word of the day um someone whose personal influence and artistic control over a piece are so great that they are regarded as the author like there's no fucking way this game gets made without hideo kojima like i'm sorry it just doesn't the guy has such an aesthetic and like such a vision whether you like it or not like he has something and you can tell that a game is a kojima game um 
And I don't even like Kojima games, but I still love and appreciate that. And I think that's why he's so sort of like lauded in the industry. Yeah, I think it's just like, you know, his games like wouldn't like they wouldn't work. I don't think as like any other medium, I guess, because like what was it in fucking three where you leave the controller on or you leave the game on and then the guy dies. That can't happen in a movie. That can't happen in a book. Or, like, you have to change the controller to the other port. Like, are there any other games that have, like, kind of played with that idea of, like, oh, I'm playing a game and, but doing something outside of the game changes the outcome? He's pushing the boundaries. Yeah, I think that's really cool. And I hope that Death Stranding does, or at least attempts to do something similar to that, where, you know, so I think that will make it, like, a good game. Like, a great game. I, I do feel like people, like... I don't know. It's it's very easy to, like, meme on Kojima, I think, because he is, like, such a larger-than-life character, and it is kind of weird at times. But, like, he is 100% pushing the industry and, like, trying shit that no one else is trying. Yeah, and I think this whole thing has ballooned, I think, to bigger than it ever was, right? Like, Kojima always had a following. People, like, the fans of Kojima's have always been passionate Like, I've always followed him because of Metal Gear, and I love Metal Gear. But, you know, I'm definitely guilty of this, too. Like, I don't know that I was as, like, big about Kojima himself outside of Metal Gear until the Konami stuff happened. Like, the Konami stuff, I think, really pushed everybody to be like, Kojima has made all of the, like, decades of great games. Um, He's got this aesthetic that's established. He's beloved in the industry. You know, he... Every, he's super quirky and has like, you know, this real appreciation for video games and does these wacky things. And, and then you have this company that's like shitting on him and this game he releases that's beloved by so many people. It's the swan song to a beloved franchise. It's like, I think that blew that, like his legacy, I don't know, just made it gigantic. So now every, like people are passionate about Kojima in a way I don't think they were before that. And rightfully so. I mean, the dude is a, industry icon i would say and so like you know it's probably deserved and if you're not passionate you know just watch that clip of mads mickelson coming up out of the fucking oil or whatever and all of his fucking skull soldiers pop oh i don't know i want to play this game mad mickelson is fucking hot dude is hot (laughs) he he looks great like uh uh Kojima tweeted out like, oh, I have lots of different Mads for you, like tied up Mads, smoking Mads, bloody Mads. And like there were multiple things, right, where in in parts of the trailer, he looked all fucked up and weird. And in parts of the trailer, he was just wearing glasses, seeming totally normal. And like I thought it all looked great. Yeah. And Die Hard Man. So fucking (laughs) two things that I uh, one thing I noticed and uh, second thing. Uh, someone pointed out one is when he gets spotted in the stealth section when that truck is pulling up on him uh, the noise is extremely the spotted noise is extremely similar to the Metal Gear Bling. Solid noise <laughs> extremely similar um, the second thing is that people are saying that the last scene in the trailer where Mads Mikkelsen almost is like hair and glasses are very similar to Kojima's are mm. saying that this is Kojima speaking to the camera using the game. And because he says, quote, I'll show you the real thing soon. You can go anywhere, even the moon. Yeah. And so people are saying, 
that this is Kojima like basically hinting like there's more coming soon. You're going to be able to go anywhere. It's going to be a big thing. Uh, I wonder I wonder if that because that makes sense in the context of this trailer. I wonder if that like stays through the context of the game. You know, like where like that character or at least that part of that character is sort of like a Kojima to the player relationship. That would be very interesting. Yeah, I do feel like there's a lot of clips of Mads Mikkelsen where it's like they don't all look Mm-mm. the same or in the same timeline or, or what have you because there's some interesting ones. And did I miss it or was Del Toro in the trailer? I think uh, it was just uh, it, one it, second. Yeah, it was just like a clip, like a cutaway. Okay. Cause, yeah, I don't I, think he's had anything to say or any meaningful dialogue or... or anything yeah because i also might be wrong but i had thought that they said that like oh del toro being in it was like just a thing for that trailer and, and maybe not the rest of the game but i wasn't sure they gave his oh. character a name oh so then he's definitely in it they don't i think it's dead man so another great name uh i would also like to point out that the japanese voiced voice actor for uh sam porter bridges also, the voice actor of uh, old Seito Kaiba in the original Yu-Gi-Oh. So, Hell yeah. Oh, fuck. That, I, that definitely landed him his role. His Spared no expense, man. A fucking no Kaiba? expense. Goddamn. Give Kojima the reins to fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine a Kojima <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh game? <laughs> Yugi boy. <laughs> uh, real quick, because we were talking about you know kojima and people being pissed about this game but i think the uh the only thing i would be up that i'm up like the fact that death stranding is getting made is fantastic i can't fucking wait but i also would love to see kojima do like his uh weird stuff like on different hardware like he did that game on the gba uh that's name i'm blanking on right now but it was like this weird little jrpg um yeah and so i'd love to see him do little things like that little weird projects too off the side or um you know even guest appear on i think that that those indie devs that are doing those that game that has like a hundred games in it i think the guy who did uh yeah undertale or something is involved. it's like something 99 yeah UFO 99? That actually might be it. UFO 99. Uh, like, like seeing Kojima do something like small and little for that would be kind of cool. I um, bet he would do something cool with the little crank thing. What's that thing called? We talked about it last week. Playdate. Uh, yeah. Playdate? I could Fuck see him yeah. doing something cool with that. Sam, you just reminded me of the news piece I wanted to talk about. There you go. It was a playdate. Oh, man. God, guys. Animal Crossing and Kojima the same year. Here we fucking go. It's going to be so great. Oh my god. What if god. it's a crossover? Fuck. And that announces I've... the Sony Nintendo partnership we've always wanted. Oh my god. Think about By the it. way, you were thinking of Boktai, right? Boktai, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. The yep. game the game made use of a light sensor on the cartridge, yep. encouraging pl- uh, parts of the game to be played in direct sunlight. That's just like just what you were talking about, Sam, like mm. using fucking weird shit outside the game to influence the game. All right. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I'll bring up. I'll, we'll talk about the Playdate thing in the real news section because I want to hear about them games you've been playing. 
Cass. Yes. You beat Sekiro. Yes. Shadows die twice, but not me because I beat the game without dying. That's not true. Not a single time. Um, it was good. This is a good game. This is an excellent game. Um, this is a game that anyone looking for a challenge and anyone uh, wanting to patiently work their way through a game um, and learn sort of how the enemies work uh, should play. Everyone should play it that likes that kind of game. So definitely not everyone <laughs> should play it. Uh, but I have an important question for you boys. Is cheesing cheating? Mm. And I'll explain what I mean here. I beat the game. And I had to use some cheesy tactics to do so. The final boss in particular, extremely difficult. Um, I've kind of done everything that I can do in the game to, to you know, buff my stats and all of that thing. So it's just a skill at this point. I'm fucking ramming my head against him, not doing so well. So I figure out, or I don't figure out, I utilize a tactic where you run in, hit him one time, run out. Run in, hit him one time, rinse, wash, repeat for about 25 to 30 minutes because he has so much fucking health. And I beat him. Have I cheated the game? Is this an illegitimate victory? Or is this is this one of those, no, it's a valid tactic, it's not in the game, you didn't input any codes, fair game. Uh, so my immediate reaction, I think Hit it's me. fair game because you're not like exploiting the system. You're just, you're playing the game. Maybe you're not playing it as they intended, Intended, but mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, you remember in the, uh, original destiny and you could like beat the, the raid by like throwing grenades at the boss and like until he fell off, you the could edge push him off. Him. Yeah. That was cheese. You know, that not was cheating. something that they had. No, that was cheating. Oh, okay. And that was like, you know, that was an exploit. They did not mean for that to happen. And I feel like FromSoft, they knew that some people were going to do that. Because otherwise they wouldn't have coded it into the game, I, I feel like. You know? Like, maybe if his, like, health regened, and that would have been the way to, um, like, Mr. Street? So I think I think it's a legitimate tactic. I'm in the clear. Okay. I think it's legitimate. I, I'm going back and forth. I'm struggling with it. It's tough. I see I both think, sides, 100%. Yeah. I think it's legitimate. If you're not... I, I don't know, because it's like glitching. Like, is it... I don't know. So here are the specifics. From a certain distance, he will only do two attacks. One of those attacks leaves him very open. So I run around the arena, I bait the one attack that I want, and I make my move. That's essentially the, the entire thing. That is not cheating, I think. Okay, the way you're you. describing it. Because when I think of cheesing, <sighs> I you. think of, like, all I could think about is, like, destiny raids. And people, like, getting to areas of the map where, like, the enemy can't fucking even recognize you as a, a person. And, and you just unload on it. Not, like... Because okay. I've definitely, in every fucking Souls-like game I've played... I've done the tactic you're you're thinking of, and I haven't considered it cheating. Okay. All right. I'll take that. I'll take that. Well, I beat the game. Uh, the game is very good. The game gets extremely difficult at the end. Um, and unlike Bloodborne or Dark Souls, there is no way to sort of just power level yourself above it. Um, the upgrade system in this game works very differently. So you don't just gain levels. Um, you need to defeat tough enemies to get stat increases like health or attack power 
And when those are out, those are out. Uh, so it is, it is punishingly difficult, like I said, especially at the end, where they are really asking you to use all of the skills that they've taught you throughout the game. Uh, but very good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. This game makes me very sad because I bought it. I think it's great. But I'm big dumb and I can't fucking beat it. Uh, I can't even get past the drunkard. I almost mm-hmm. beat him. Tough. Uh, and then I like, I, I was basically had him finished dead to rights and I fucked it up. Uh, and that's the last I've played of it. Like, I just can't yeah. bring myself to go back to it to like, I thought I was starting to gain skill and then I walked away from it for a little while. And now I know I'll go back and have to like relearn everything. Like how to actually be good. I'll be interested to see if you do go back because this is what happened to me on Bloodborne. I hit like the third or fourth boss, like kind of same area that you are. He fucking ate my lunch and I quit the game and I didn't play for six months. And then I came back and started over and it became absolutely one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see if you come back or if you're like, I'm actually, I got Animal Crossing to play, dude. Oh, I do it. I mean, once Animal Crossing comes out, you can't. <laughs> guys, I don't oh, know if you know, rough. but you can never. You can't stop playing Animal Crossing. Is that right? It's a like a, a lifetime sentence. I mean, until you're ready to start a new village, or you're ready to walk away from it and be okay with that, you can't stop playing. Because then the villagers get mad. They get upset. Where have you been? Why haven't you come to visit? Why aren't you running the town? The weeds grow. Flowers. I gotta tell die. you, the game sounds great. <laughs> oh my god i can't fucking wait <laughs> cassie how many copies i'm gonna mail you how many at least three because i'm buy like seven of them. <laughs> i've already you told you that seller baby i'm gonna fucking buy that shit twice i gotta buy it digitally and i gotta buy it physically why both because i want it I, i'm not gonna wait for it to to come out physically i need it the second it's available to download also, I want the game with me at all times, but I have every Animal Crossing game physically, so I need to have it physically as well. Can we just print out a nice Animal Crossing label? We'll get you an empty Switch cartridge. You'll be none the wiser. Guess I gotta save support, you sixty bucks. I gotta support small business. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah, what Animal Crossing is all right. about. It's all about supporting small business. Like Tom Nook. God damn. It's going to be a wonderful fucking year. I can't wait. Uh, Cass, that's not all you're playing. You got back into the fucking Old Town Roads game? That's right. Uh, little Nas X over here. I finished Sekiro, so I'm starting up a new game, or in this case, finishing off uh, an old game. Uh, I got back into Red Dead. Uh, knew I would not remember the controls or anything, so started the new playthrough. I will return to my original playthrough that has... Uh, at least 100 hours in it but started a new one and decided i'm going bad i'm going all robert all the time on this playthrough (laughs) and last night i committed my first like truly fucking awful act and i felt some kind of way about it man i uh you know in the tutorial you have like a couple of opportunities to sort of do like the bad thing and i did so and that's whatever but i get let loose on my own and I come across like the gunslinger guy, right? Who's like, "Hey, I just came up from Mexico. I'm trying to fight the the you know the best shooters out here. You wanna you wanna wager a little money?" 
And there's the option to accept for $5 and the option to decline. And I decline. And he's like, okay, well, maybe next time, partner. And he turns around and I just pulled out my fucking sawed off shotgun and blasted his ass. <laughs> and I got the little mark that had bad honor and like my heart was racing. I was like, oh my God, I just fucking killed that guy. So uh, I'll, I'll report back uh, as I go lawless through the old west here. But I am back in and boys, I'm glad. I know no one else cares. I know that fucking nobody else fought with me for a game of the year. Not even Elmer. Elmer. Did Elmer fight for this game? No, he did. He flipped and came to me. But, uh, but yeah, what a good game to me. Cass, I, I know we can talk game, about something else. You'd love Zelda Breath of the Wild. I tried it. Uh, I'll probably wait. go back though. Honestly, when when we were in Columbia, Missouri, and we were talking to uh, all of our friends of the show, uh, you guys spoke about it so passionately and lovingly. I will absolutely give it another shot. I still have it on the Switch. So now, Cass, wait. Did you finish Red Dead? Did you get to that prologue? No, I never made it because I was taking my time so much. And then, uh, honestly, I stopped to finish the Jamboree. It's almost like the Jamboree ruined our lives. It's almost like it ruined my fucking life, that's for sure. Oh, man. Still got to drink that pickle juice. One day. One day. Uh, Sam, tell us about that Neo 2 Alpha. Yeah, I uh, randomly got an email last week, and they're like, hey, here's a code for the Neo 2 Alpha. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this. I feel like alphas are sometimes like NDA or whatever. Uh, but I think the game is really good. Uh, Neo... The original was like probably one of my like game of the years was whenever that came out 2016 2017 and uh yeah i it's it's good uh so the first one you played as old edward something or other but this time around you create your own character oh nice and uh the character creation thing in the alpha is pretty limited but it looks like there's a lot of options um and it uh, you know, I've Sekiro probably too hard for me. I, you know, I, I got stuck pretty early on. Um, but I think the Neo combat is, mm, it's more, I don't know. I like it better than like the Soulsborne series sort of things, just because it, it feels more fast paced and it's like a little bit more, I, I would say it's like a little bit more anime, whereas like Sekiro and like like Bloodborne, I, I, I haven't played Bloodborne, but uh, like Dark Souls, I feel those feel very I get, like realistic to me, if you can call it that. Whereas like Neo is a little bit more like fantasy, like let's fuck some guys up, but it's still really hard. Um, yeah, it looks really good. Uh, and I'm pretty excited for the, the full release. I still want to get to Neo 1. Like the way you spoke about it, I feel like everyone else really loved it. Um, I, I really want to get to that game at some point, especially the way you say that it's a bit faster and yeah, it's definitely easier than Sekiro because you can just like power level and, you know, get stronger and stuff. Yeah. I like that. There's also a lot of If I beat Sekiro, you can absolutely beat Sekiro. You are better. You're better at every game we play together than I am. Me? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe, uh, maybe I just need to like learn, like kind of how the combat is different because you know I, you know I'm I'm a big roller, 
And I've, I've, I've heard that in Sekiro you can't do that. Don't roll. You gotta unlearn it. So, maybe you play Bloodborne then. Back. Yeah. I'd like that. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah Neo, Neo seems 2, cool. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that we're getting a Neo 2. Yeah. Did it, did Neo 1 must have done well in Japan? Like, I don't particularly remember it lighting the world on fire over here, but to get a sequel. I think it did pretty well, both in Japan and outside. And then it, it came to PC too, and I'm sure it had mm. a second wind on there. I had forgotten mm. about that too. Yeah, but it, I think outside of PC, it was PlayStation only. I don't even think it came to Xbox. Who yeah, makes that, Sam? Uh, Team Ninja. Oh, interesting. It's the same people who did, um, is it Tenchu? Did, wait, Ninja did Gaiden? Uh, from, yeah, Ninja Gaiden, that's what it is. It's like the Team Kuosawa or whatever. I don't know. Damn. Those are yeah. some good games, too. What's the Ninja Studio that Microsoft bought? Ninja Theory. Ninja Theory, okay. Hellblade. Fuck. It's like, damn. They're not even going to put Neo 2 on Xbox and they own this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope that that shit's good. It, the trailer at last year's E3 was rad, so. Yeah. Also, you can turn into a demon now. It's like you get the old demon form. And like uh, that's like a cool new kind of tactic. I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, does it look pretty alpha or does it look close? I mean, it looks, I think it looks pretty good. You know, I think it's, I, I've only played a little bit. And so maybe it's like a, a little bit of like a vertical slice, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it feels good. The combat is, I mean, like, I think most of the systems are more of the same of what you got from the first one. So, you know, I, I don't think they're really changing a whole lot, um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Now, Sam, how do you feel about Pokemon? I mean, I love Pokemon. Fuck and yeah. I love poke. I love Pokemon Go. I-, I mean, I don't talk about this. I play Pokemon Go every day. And uh, Pokemon Sleep, fucking into it. Give me that Snorlax. Yeah. Uh, so I-, I want to be a Pokemon Go fan. I just like the idea of connecting it. I love Pokemon almost more than I love a lot of things uh and i wish i want to play it and then every time i'm like you know what i'm gonna play this i'm gonna catch pokemon and then i like never remember to take my phone out like it's just not a natural thing for me like even playing games that i really like like um that three dots game and whatever games it is pokemon trosy <laughs> that i play <laughs> on my game or on my phone it's like i i never remember that i have them or want to play them like it's just i'm weird with phone games uh but Pokemon Sleep looks rad. And I love the idea of incentivizing sleep to catch Pokemon. It's a very, like, uh, Nintendo Blue Ocean thing. It's... I can't remember. I, maybe it was one of our friends, or maybe it was, like, someone, like, famous who tweeted it. And they're like, man, Japan is, like, really desperate to like, get people to sleep and, like, stop working and stuff. Because, like, it's, it's true. Like, you know, people fucking work overtime like crazy here. And the fact that they saw a need to incentivize sleeping is insane but you know i guess it's kind of cool yeah i'm kind of into it i'm excited to see like how it works with the accelerometer it's also just like something so goofy and the way that they announced it too it's like and and this whole press conference for those that don't know pokemon had a press conference separate from their direct that they're having next week it was something 
show and it's like it's so weird the way that they do it like they bring everyone out one by one and it just shows you the insane fucking ridiculous ownership of pokemon because the pokemon company is like basically a shell that is owned partly by creatures game freak and nintendo and creatures i'm pretty sure is like a joint company formed by nintendo and game freak and the three of them own the pokemon company like it's fucking weird how all that shit works <laughs> and that's why like they have their own press conferences separate from nintendo but then nintendo comes out and is like check out this hardware we made it's so fucking weird the way that all of it goes down um but they're making pokemon fucking t-shirts which i'm i'm totally fucking into Pokemon shirts. I'm down with Pokemon shirts. Pokemon shirts. Pokemon that, sleep. Pokemon Go plus plus. They got that. They really fucking got weird, that dude. Nintendo naming convention down. Yep. Um, but they announced some games. Uh, Detective Pikachu sequel coming to Switch. Uh, it's a sequel. Yeah, it's a sequel. Oh shit! I thought it was just a like remaster of the 3ds game now so as far as i can tell it, they were a little confusing with the language but then I, I was reading it and they called it a uh that they were like the first one ended on a cliffhanger so this one is going to pick up where that game left off and be the conclusion so i took that good as, nintendo impression too yeah uh so i don't know i feel like people are excited about this but everything like i saw on the detective pikachu game like I don't know. It looked pretty uh, mediocre. Just like a super simple adventure game. Um, but whatever, I'll take it. I think the biggest news for me uh, is Pokemon Home, which is incredible. Uh, it, yeah, explain this to me. Okay, so... Yeah, I don't think I really get it either. Let's go... Let's go, take a step back. On the Nintendo 3DS, there's something called Pokemon Bank. It's pretty self-explanatory. You could store Pokemon in there. But through the 3DS and using... Basically, you can get games all the way from Gen 1 to the 3DS games. And then you can store them in Pokemon Bank. So if you play Red and Blue, there are ways to get those games all the way from your cartridge on the Game Boy to your 3DS. And every generation in between. And so the whole thing is that there's like a lot of people who want to take the Pokemon they've collected over the years, the ones they've trained since they were kids, the ones that they've caught, shinies and the like, and bring that collection to the modern games. And so that's where Pokemon Bank came in. Because Pokemon Bank lets you like store games, even if you were to like lose all of your other games, you would still have them stored in the Pokemon Bank. And so now this Pokemon Home is basically going to let you transfer games from Pokemon Go, every single game that's compatible with Pokemon Bank, uh, Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu and Eevee, and then the Sword and Shield games. And so you'll be able to like have one location to store all of your Pokemon and trade them between games. And then the cool thing about it as well is that, let's say the three of us are playing Sword and Shield and I've uploaded my Pokemon into Pokemon Home, like, let's say I caught a fucking shiny Butterfree and Cassidy wants to trade his fucking Raticate for my Butterfree and I'm a fucking sucker and I'm going to do that shit. 
if Cassidy has his Raticate in Pokemon Bank and I have my Butterfree in, in Pokemon Home and he I meant Pokemon Home, we both have it in Pokemon Home, and we're out fucking getting beers together, we can trade over our mobile phone. It's like we whip out our smartphone and be like, hey, I'll trade you this Butterfree for that Raticate. So it's basically my Pokemon account. Yes. I link my account to the game. Everything gets filtered through the account and will be persistent across games. Yes. And that, okay. cause that sounds cool. There's a lot of issues too. And, and if you look at the graph, when they showed it, you can see this is that when you transfer Pokemon from let's go Pikachu and Eevee into Pokemon home, I don't think you'll be able to transfer them back. Because there's like limit, some of the games have limitations and things didn't exist. So when things get transferred over to the new gen, they can't go back always. Because of like the updates that have been made. Um, for example, in, in Gen 1, there are no fucking types. Or uh, there's no, uh, maybe there's types, but there's no uh, like sub effect or nature effect or whatever. Um mm. So it's like the Pokemon transfer from Gen 1 will get a nature or whatever, and then you can't transfer them back. Um, but it's going to be cool. Because, two, also Pokemon Let's Go and Sword and Shield are definitely going to have this, too. You won't be able to, like, cloud save. Because it'll, Ugh. yeah, like, that would allow you to, like, clone Pokemon and, like, save scum them and stuff. And they're big no on mm-hmm. that. Hmm. So... So, but so I can take my Pokemon from like Pokemon X, and I'll be able to transfer it to my Pokemon Home. Yes. Assuming I can find my 3DS. Yes. Mm. Good, because I have a shiny Gyarados, and that thing fucking slaps. And the the thing that's cool about this is that there's all of the Pokemon from like the GBA era that were like event Pokemon, like. That you can only get by going to see the movie on opening weekend. Or you can only get by going to Toys R Us between these two weeks. Or going to this competition. And so, like, those Pokemon are sort of, like, lost to time. When the game that they can go up to are, like, not supported by the new games for trading or whatever. So now those, like, people that have those Pokemon can bring them to the new gen. And continue their collection and keep it safe and whatever. Mm. So, one day we'll have real Pokemon. That's what the Pokemon company is going to do. Professor Oak out here trying. Please, creature. Please, creature, Nintendo game freak. Uh, An incestual relationship over there. Square Enix announced the fucking Avengers games coming back. The game that, I don't know, I feel like everyone thought was not real or not happening. Rumored forever and then rumored to be fake forever and then it's going to get announced tomorrow and then it's dead. Now here it is. What do we think? Yeah, I... What are we expecting? Like, who are you going to play as? You can't play as everybody, right? It's not no Marvel Ultimate Alliance. (sighs) I'm guessing it's sort of like a Final Fantasy-ish clone. You get real-time action, and you have, like, a a team, and Mm. you can, like, change between Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, and Thor. That's my guess. Okay. I feel... What if they go, like, 
Avengers game, but you like make your own hero. I, think we I thought about that. I really hope it is not that actually. Yeah. That was my Gordo last year prediction. I think that would be cool too. Like, I actually, you know what? I have no fucking idea what this game is going to look like. Yeah. I have a prediction though that this is this is a game rife for people to make up their own narratives about what the game is going to be and be angrily disappointed when it is not that. Cass, yeah. you don't get it. You have to make your own fun. You're going to be able to play as every Avenger and they're all going to have their own storylines and their whole complete moveset. Like, guys, it's not going to be that game. If I hope I'm wrong, but it's not going to be that game. I mean, it's being made by Crystal Dynamics, which makes me think it's like a third person. They can make games. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I think it's going to be a third person, like, adventure game. Like, oh, You're probably right, yeah. Um, and I almost, like, part of me, the more I think about it, is thinking, like, it's probably going to be, like, a, a story-driven game. And maybe you, like, switch perspectives throughout the game. Like, and it yeah. all tells one connected story. Like, it's a huge battle, but you, like, switch between, you know, your Black Widows, your Captain Americas, you're not Spider-Mans, because that's what Sony's doing, and, uh, you know, your Iron Mans. But. Yeah, I, I haven't been, like, genuinely curious. Like, I have no idea what this game is going to look and feel like uh, in, like, a long time. I have no idea what to expect. Yeah. Honestly, like, I think it's that it's an Avengers game. That makes me not yeah. excited. Like, if they were like, Crystal Dynamics is making a Captain America game, I'd be like, okay, I'm interested in that. But I just don't know what they're going to do. Like, I don't know how or what you do with Avengers outside of doing something like Ultimate Alliance. Mm -hmm. Like, why? Because if it wasn't going to be the whole group incorporated, it would have been, insert hero name here. Yeah. So how do they do that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm genuinely just curious to see, like what this is I, I wonder if we get gameplay or is if it, it's just a cg trailer or, or what but i mean square needed something because i feel like last year they showed not literally nothing i mean we can't say for sure but i feel like we they have to have been working on this game for a long time like if they're not prepared to show gameplay yet then that would feel weird to me I guess they could make the choice not to, but I suspect we'll see it. Yeah. Cass, who would you be most interested to be, to play as? It probably is Captain America. If, if, if somebody could give me a Captain America game where throwing and catching the shield feels as good as throwing and catching the axe in God of War... I would be fucking pretty pumped for that. Um, I mean, I would take, I would definitely take another Hulk game. I'd be so but fucking down for a Hulk game, honestly. Give me Hulk Ultimate Destruction two, oh like fucking my. fifteen years after the original, and I'd lose yes. my mind. Yes, <laughs> so fucking yes. I don't think I've ever heard of this game. Hulk Ultimate Destruction? I played it for GameCube, man. Fuck like, yeah. you should find a GameCube and play this game. It's still good. Oh, my Cass, you just made it. Like, now that I got the GameCube, fuck, you just reminded me. I'm going to get Ooh. that shit. I'm going to fucking order it tonight. Did you ever play Prototype, <laughs> Sam? Ooh, I loved Prototype. Oh, what you... if Prototype was better and you were the Hulk? Hmm, okay. Yeah. I'm sold. Fuck, man. <laughs> God damn. Do you know that I have vivid memories 
um, and this is how, how dumb of a fucking kid I was. Uh, I begged my dad to take me to Blockbuster to rent the 2003 Hulk movie, Hulk mm. movie, the game where you play 90% of the game as Bruce Banner solving fucking water puzzles. <laughs> Is it Ang Lee's The Hulk of the video game? Yes. Oh, no. The game was so bad, but I was convinced that if you got, like, because there was segments where you would get to play as the Hulk and smash shit. So multiple hours I would spend on these fucking puzzle levels because I was like, oh, I'm going to get some rad-ass Hulk shit. It's going to be so great. And it really never came. It was a bad game. Just never came. And a bad I'm movie. sorry, man. That's rough. Fucking disappointment came young. Uh, you know what else sucks? Oh, I was just... I... Sorry. No, go ahead. So, I, I'm i on my, my quest to buy all of the old Super Nintendo games that I had when I was a kid. Hmm. And uh, last, last weekend, I picked up one Disney's Aladdin. And I was fucking hyped for that put it in game didn't Uh-oh. work uh-oh i was so bummed are you going back to him are you gonna be like hey does not yeah, work i yeah i came back i went back and you know i was like i had no you know i i didn't know what to say so i was like uh the game is broken and he's like eh until which means really, and then they like tested it out, and then it turns out it was broken. So he gave me my money back. That's nice. So, uh, That's so nice. Yeah. Uh, so I'm on the quest to find Disney's Aladdin. Okay. And Sam Kingma, I did buy Mega Man X2. That game does work. Hit us up on Twitter if you have Aladdin. I have yeah. Lion King if you need it, Sam. Do you have it for the Super Famicom? Oh no, I don't. Sorry. Mm. I'm also yeah. I'm looking for Lion King. I'm really looking for uh, Turtles in Time, but mm. that game is fucking expensive. Yeah, played is. that on XBLA back in the day. Not available anymore. I'm pretty sure on XBLA. I think well, they I, took it down. I think you're right. I think it got pulled. Mm. Just, Turned into Turtle Soup. Just like fucking Scott Pilgrim, the game, which is Oof. which is very good. Oh man. Uh, speaking of very good, Sam. Mario Maker looks fucking incredible it looks so mm. good the previews came out they look amazing i'm gonna build fucking metal gear solid 5 and put koopas in goddamn military jeeps have yep. them driving around yep <laughs> nothing could go wrong nothing could go wrong indeed and then two things went wrong the first thing nintendo confirmed the mario maker stylus not coming to the u.s so i'm sorry cass i'm sorry robert but I'll be fine. they said, you know what, two people. I think I think Robert's more gung ho about that. I believe the controller can work, no problem. Honestly, I it don't, looked great in the trailer. I don't understand why Robert can't go on and order a ninety nine cent Amazon Basics fucking stylus. <laughs> I don't know what his problem is. Not just with that, but with everything. Um, the second thing, uh, Mario Maker has online play. You can play levels with people. You can't play levels with friends. It's local co-op or randoms only. And so I feel like this happens with every single Nintendo game. It's like everything's sounding so great up until launch. And then there's always one thing that is like, what the fuck, guys? What's wrong with you? And so they've said that it's because of leaderboards. Because playing with friends would allow you to, like, 
beat a, a level faster. You could coordinate it, and that way it would fuck the leaderboards up, which I don't really get. And I also don't know why, if that was the case, you couldn't just be like, hey, when you play this level, since you're playing with friends, do you, it won't go to the leaderboards. Is that okay? It's an unranked match. Yes. No. You click no, and then it just kicks you out of the thing. <laughs> like, they... I don't know why. Honestly, and... um, I'm not defending this in any way, but I was never going to play levels with people, probably. Like, I'm going to play levels that you guys make, but I can't... I don't know that we would ever play together. Or I would play together with my friends from home anyway, so it's like... I don't care, but I, I think this is so fucking dumb. I don't know why they had to do this. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whiff. I mean, like like you alluded to, you know, Nintendo's good for one of these on fucking every single one of their games it feels like uh where, you know, it's 99% great and then there's just some baffling head scratching decision. Uh but we'll be fine. It'll be all right. We're all going to make it through, but it is fucking stupid. Yeah. Honestly, and you know, the the multiplayer being kind of fucked aside, I'm I, I, I know we talked about it when the, they had the direct, but I am so fucking excited for this game. And I think this game, Under 30 days. Yeah, I, I think this game's going to do well. And I think, honestly, I, I see them supporting this game pretty heavily. Like, I think we're going to get, you know, like, other worlds. Like, if you look at how 3D World is separated from the rest and it's, like, in its own thing where it's, like, different worlds or other worlds. Like, I think we're going to get other shit there down the line and they're going to add stuff yeah. throughout and... um. That also reminds me of the... What else could they add? What else could they add that would actually work with the game? Like, could they add two? Could they make it a Doki Doki? Could they add, you know, fucking, like, a Yoshi's Island styling? Like, I feel like we're starting to scrape the barrel of, like, game modes you can just plug and play into Mario Maker. I feel like two would be... Two, I think, is the obvious choice. If they could put a two maker in there and it would be separate from everything else... Um, but I really with the mechanics of two, yeah, the whole, like picking up. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would love if they did a fucking Yoshi's Island. That would be sick. Oh my god! And you played as Yoshi? That'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be so awesome. Um, yeah. I saw a lot of people say like, "Oh, they'll do Galaxy or Odyssey or, or yeah, Mario Odyssey, but in two D. Like it'll look like Odyssey, but it'll be a two D game. Sort of like what they're doing with three D World. Hmm. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that'd interesting. Be interesting. I think the the thing I'm also upset about is that they. I don't know if you guys saw they took out the costumes. Like oh, yeah, really? like uh, like weird Mario. Yeah, right? like Mario with his long ass legs. Lanky, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, lanky Mario, where, where yeah. he runs all creepy. I love it. I I hate that they got rid of that. And two, like that seems like a weird decision just to remove content that was there. Yeah, it doesn't have like, amiib- all of the amiibos and stuff are gone. Yeah, it has zero amiibo support. What? So, like, you can't play as Wii Fit Trainer. Which I'm... Oh, okay, that kind of sucks. Yeah, I was like, why did they do that? Cancel your pre-order, Sam. I might. I don't know. Like, I don't... I don't know. That's a weird call. I don't know, man. I... I I miss the golden days of Amiibo. (laughs) Honestly. I miss the days when when Target had the Amiibo stand still. Mm -hmm. And I miss the days when... You know, I was begging my girlfriend to go wait in line for a Ness Amiibo at GameStop while I was stuck at work. Those are the days that I miss. 
She must really love me. Yeah, she's great. Did the Joker Amiibo ever come out? Uh, is that confirmed? Or we get one of those? I thought so. I would definitely want that. Here's the thing. I, I'm finding I want Amiibos. I want more. Like, I want that Snake Amiibo. I want the Pokemon Trainer Amiibo. I don't know. It's just like $12. You can have all of my Amiibos. Who you got, Cass? I got uh, my boy Diddy Kong right here. Oh, wow. I don't, you know I don't, him. I don't have Diddy Kong. I got my boy Toon Link right here. He's looking pretty good. And uh, I got the uh, star pilot extraordinaire himself, Mr. Uh, Fox McCloud. Oh, wow. Cass, those are going to be worth something one day. I would hold on to those. You're welcome to any and all of them <laughs> if you would like them. There's a five below that would kill for those. <laughs> oh, man. Boys. That's it. We're here. Fucking uh, Randy Pitchford did something dumb again, and the next Call of Duty is coming. Biggest news of the week. Cassie, excited for the next Call of Duty? Well, uh, why not? Sure. Show me. Show. I, I want to see what it is. It's going to be Modern Warfare Soft Reboot. I think that's going to uh, be that's not a bold prediction. I got to know more. I got to know more. I want to see more. I don't want to see more of Randy Pitchford, though. Cancel Randy Pitchford. Oh, you don't like seeing cats get tortured? <laughs> what if, huh. what if the, uh, the campaign for Call of Duty Modern Warfare is you have to take out a guy that has a USB hard drive? <laughs> I like it. Very meta. He's got the nuke yeah. codes and uh, barely legal porn. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if that ain't the tagline to Gone Gold, I don't know what is. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you doing all the stuff you do. You tweet at us. You, you like our tweets. You post on the uh, the MySpace page. You buy the merch. Specifically, you buy that awesome merch that Sam makes. We got new merch on the horizon. Keep an eye out for that. Listen to the main show. That's pop. Listen to that awk pause. You know, where we talk about whatever it is we talk about on that show. Uh, all the interesting little goodies. Uh, and follow along at Pause on Twitter. Uh, Elmer Guardado, who is not here with us today, he's moving. He's moving to the, uh, you know, what they call the great outback of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Texas. That's the, uh, the Lone Star State. That's where mm-hmm. Chuck Norris is from. Uh, so, at Elmer does on... At Elms does... ELMS. Elms does on Twitter. Send him some love. If you're listening to this right now, get out your phone, open the Twitter, tweet at Elms does. Good luck on your move. I'm proud of you. More They're building Awkward Pause South. They are. Down there. Robert Mecky at Robert Jr. Jr., which I don't understand still, and it just brings a smile to my face whenever I think of that name. Uh, you can follow him for all his haunted takes on Twitter or whatever it is that he does on there. Uh, and him and Elmer are moving in together. It's going to be cute. The gold tower, as we call it. Uh, Cassie Sargent. King Amiibo, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at uh, die underscore hardman. Sam, where can they find you? Catch me... Catch me on Twitter, 
Nicholson fan underscore two. Underscore one was taken. I love that account. And you can find me at Hideo Kojima with two A's on the end. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, stay golden. Got my brothers on my back like the last name. I remember telling everyone I couldn't be told. Six months later, I stopped and now I'm in the game. Went from fake change.